stupid. Holy moly, guys. We are back. Another week of Porch Time. We're here again. Here again. In my lovely house in the living room. <laughs> uh, an undisclosed location. You're not supposed to give it away. Well, I just did. I'm sorry. Daddy Kathy. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, man. The live audience wants to come and watch. Live audience? audience. Yeah, sure. There's a dog under the table. Well, that that's our live audience. <laughs> that's all we can get. He's our, he's our one All fan. we can afford. We're on our monetary budget. <laughs> our strict monetary budget of $15 we found out. Uh, hey, yeah. Uh, shout out to Anchor. Uh, <laughs> give them a plug right here, guys. If you're thinking about starting a podcast, get on Anchor. They're a great platform to use. Makes everything super easy. Can't recommend them enough. Oh, yeah, they give away free money. For sure. Well, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. It's free. Don't ask too many questions. <laughs> uh, yeah. So last week we uh, we told you guys, we talked a little bit about The Last Dance and we had some other topics and uh, we told you guys that we'd be following along and doing a week by week. But we thought about it over the week and we said, why don't we just go ahead and knock these last uh, few episodes out and get it out of the way? Because, um, you know, a couple of days ago we found out that... Uh, uh, can't, uh, some of the SEC campuses are letting athletes back on, and there are lots of plans in the works for sports to come back. We found out last week that NASCAR came back, so it seems like there's hope on the and golf. And golf, golf came back. So we wanted to to rush, not rush, but uh, uh, speed through this uh, last dance thing, and really, we wanted to finish it though because we, although behind, we did finish it, and we, uh, I told Caleb earlier tonight greatest sports piece documentary I've ever watched. Uh, we wanted to to finish that out and give you guys our thoughts and our reactions to the to the overall piece as a whole and uh, and and kind of finish that out before moving on to what is hopefully an eventful summer and and with lots of different stuff like that. So uh, without further ado, yeah, we can jump right into we left off at 7 through 10 or 8 through 10? It's 7. 7's where we're seven, picking up. 7 through 10, yeah. 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 I mean, sure. and like you said, greatest sports documentary I've ever watched. I don't know necessarily if I can say how many sports documentaries in particular I've watched, but I loved everything about it. Quite a few. (laughs) Well, and like Seven was really good because Seven is where we get into the whole – what to me has always been the most interesting aspect of Michael Jordan's career, him retiring and him going to play major league – well, minor league baseball. I always thought it was major league baseball. Yeah, I didn't know. And also in in, uh, Birmingham. Birmingham, yeah. Like, that's yeah. crazy. Well, what's crazy to me... He was, he was that close, like... <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's the whole thing. I'll get more into that. But, you know, so he, he retires. Um, what led up to that was his father's murder. Super tragic how it happened. Yeah, yeah. Like, just really random and just I mean that that you know Mike took a blow after that and if you watch the documentary you know he just says I'm fed up he meets with Phil and he's like I, I you know I'm, I've done everything I, I can do everything I need to do I'm retiring yeah, yeah and his dad wanted him to be a baseball player and so to honor his dad he goes to play baseball yeah and I, and I think I think uh one of the one of the things that's so amazing to to watch and to see through starting through episode seven and really resonates, especially through eight and nine. And they talk about it a lot more is, and I told you this earlier too, like the relationship that he had with his father and, and, and the light that they shine on, on what his dad meant to him. And, and I, you know, I, I knew nothing about his parents. I knew no, I didn't knew nothing about his family. I didn't know he had brothers and sisters mm-hmm. and, and to them to really pull the curtain back on, on the effect that his father had on him. And we all, you know, uh, me and you can attest, we, we grew up in very loving families. We love our dads, you know, and they're huge inspirations to us and, and, and forces for good. Um, but I, I think it's super cool to see that that their relationship was, was something special. And it always, uh, you know, I talk, we talked a lot about the bright lights last week. And I think when in situations where the lights are really bright and, and spots like that, yeah, uh, 
a couple of years ago, Tom Brady has that great quote about the kids asking, "Well, who's your biggest inspiration?" He, he breaks down and says, "You know, well, I, you know, my dad." And, and I think, I think as men, you know, I think we there is this primal connection as as father and son, and especially when you take it to the sports world and what his dad meant to him and, and his process going through playing baseball as a kid and switching to basketball, and and he has that great line where he says, "I talked to my dad about it," and he said, "Without hesitation, do it. Do yeah. it. I want dad. I want to play baseball. Do it." You know, 100% go for it. And it's so cool that they had that kind of repertoire and that kind of back and forth to where, you know, it, it wasn't some strained relationship or it wasn't difficult or it wasn't like kind of with my parents sometimes like, oh, you're, you know, get out of my face. Like, why are you asking all these questions? Yeah. You know, it, I think they, they had such a such a close connection because when when you're in the kind of light that Michael Jordan was in, you know, I think dad and mom, they might be the only people that you can rely on. That you can well, he does to, a really good honest. job the whole documentary when it comes to his family, he talked about his dad and his mom a little bit. Yeah. But yeah. you know, the rest of it, he, they don't speak a word about it. You know, yeah. he's, he's been married twice. He has a bunch of kids yeah. mm-hmm. and he doesn't mention them at all. Like well, there's a little bit at the end, but that's yeah. it. I'm sure, I'm sure he wanted to kind of keep that under wraps yeah. and, and focus more on Michael Jordan of the bulls and of the sports world than mm-hmm. Michael Jordan, the person, which yeah. I mean, you get to see plenty of Michael Jordan, the person, you know, yeah. I think you, you get to see. I was going to say the documentary felt more to me. Like it was more about Michael Jordan, the person yeah, than yeah. him. Sure. I, well, I say it, it, minus the fact about the wives and the kids. You don't yeah. see a lot of them, especially you know up until right at the end. But um, you know, I think with with these you know these last grouping of episodes, really they they start out with the crunching the numbers and they take you through the history with the sneakers and the bulls and and then you know getting into seven and you learn about the baseball, which is such a fascinating thing. And then what really drove home to me and what I, I focus mostly on and I'm going to focus mostly on tonight is, is, you know, when he comes back, uh, for, uh, for seven, for, uh, six, seven and eight, 96, seven and eight, he comes back for 95. They, they can out then six, seven and eight. You know, they talk about them losing or they losing to Orlando. And it, I mean that, I mean, you talk about lighting a fire under somebody and, and he, he said it right then and there. He said, we're not losing again. I'm, yeah. I'm not doing it again. I didn't, I didn't do that. I didn't come back to this be the story. Well, before we get, I, I don't think you can skip over the fact talk, talking about him at base playing baseball. All right. So he shows up to play this minor league baseball yeah, yeah. and he's this huge superstar. I mean, literally he's so popular that they put him in double A <laughs> instead of, you know, where the starters like rookie baseball, because of the fact that he brought a crowd so big that the stadium couldn't could hold the amount of fans. Well, you know, we've talked about several episodes that when you're that big, you know. It, it, but he shows up and he's not one of these guys who's like, okay, I'm a professional athlete already. I don't have to do anything. I mean, he puts in the work. You know, that was he, really cool to see. Yeah, know? he works out with these guys. He builds up where he needs to be. Yeah. And then, I mean, like one of his things was the hitting. Yeah. You know, he was awful at the start. And once and he recognized the breaking, it, the breaking balls, and that, that was funny to me, is like he's cranking all these fastballs. Yeah. And the first breaking ball he sees, they're like, we got this guy. Yeah. We know how, we know how to can him. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, but he figures it out. Yeah. He figures and he it gets out. good at it, you know. And that's his whole thing. The whole they say in the documentary he could have gone pro, but that's when uh, Major League Baseball was having went this, on the strike. Yeah, it's, it's bad timing, and I, and I 100% believe minus that strike, you take the strike out of the history, like Rivera said, and all the scouts and all this stuff that they interviewed. 100% he would have found a way to play a professional baseball, yeah. and if he would have played professional baseball, I don't know if we would have seen him back in the Bulls. I, I think it was a blessing to the world that that strike happened and that the events happened in the order that they did. 
that led to Michael Jordan coming back to the NBA. I think that was such a fascinating turn. And it's funny, I, I, uh, a mentor of mine uh, while I was in school had this great saying when I was in over my head and really needed advice. He, he's, he used to tell me that life has lived forward and understood backwards. And I mean, I'm sure with him looking back on that part of his life and seeing the events that took place, he he has to shake his head and laugh because how funny is it? You know, he had this dream and it was going to be great and grand. Mm-hmm. He was going to go play baseball and then he ends up back up in a Bulls jersey. And, that, you know, the, yeah. the rest is history. Well, I agree with you. And that's his whole thing. He comes back. He's so bad out of shape. And that's – they end up losing because he came back right around finals. Yeah, is when he comes back. Yeah, he hadn't played hadn't played basketball in 21 months. And, yeah, and he, he really I loved how they kind of touched on. Of course, I'm a science nerd when it comes to sports and stuff like that. They didn't touch a lot on it, but they talk about how his body was in baseball shape as according to basketball shape. And you know, basketball is a lot of basketball is a lot of high heart rate, fast twitch, and, and baseball is more of a more of a, a shoulder and arm game. And, and basketball is a lot of chest and it's still shoulders, but like chest and shoulders. It's it's different muscle groups working in different places. And and it, you would think, oh, it's not that big a deal. Pro sports is pro sports. They're very different. <laughs> and well, even say, in something as minuscule as basketball yeah. and, and baseball, you know, there, there are definitely, you know, baseball for 80% of the game, you're standing still, mm-hmm. you know, and basketball, you're constantly, I don't know if you've ever played like a for real game of pickup basketball or actual basketball your heart is thumping the entire time i mean i've your definitely blood is played flowing. a game of pickup basketball before you've been there when <laughs> well, i played pick I, up yeah basketball. I've, I've seen you sink i've seen you uh sink those bricks <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> for sure but no they and, and it's it's it was super cool to catch me in the pain um you know i'm more of a post <laughs> player, post player um, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be i'll be at the top of the key that's yeah. where you can find us <laughs> hey i get that rebound that's what i'm there for there you, you go, Rodman. <laughs> Uh, no, it was it was super cool to see, and I I've been waiting on the baseball segment because I, I never knew why. I just knew that he he spent time he spent time on the diamond. I, yeah. I never knew that he didn't actually. Well, play all we the really Sox. honestly knew about it is from what we saw from like Space Jam. Yeah, growing I mean, up, you, you yeah, know. I mean, and that he I didn't know. This is how dumb I am. I didn't know that he filmed Space Jam this late in his career. Yeah. I, he filmed Space Jam after he came back from all this, and it was crazy. They were talking about his schedule, and and he had this crazy. He was he was doing this. He would wake up at six. He would film. He'd have a two hour break. He'd work out like it's by far my favorite part of the entire documentary is him after that coming back and you know just being super out of shape, and then but he gets signed to this movie. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, well, I'll do this movie, but I'm gonna practice i'm yeah. gonna work out and warner brothers is like all right cool we'll build you a we'll build court. You entire gym and court and the michael doll and, and on top of that he just calls up all these other amazing athletes yeah. and he's like hey you want to come play a pickup game, play a pickup game. Yeah, just and yeah, he just works it's it's batman's origin story you know <laughs> he builds I, okay and, wait a minute that you just wait we oh hold on would that be an origin story i don't know if that'd be the origin story. that'd be like the comeback story is he becoming batman here? no well it's just like he, he's super out of shape but what does he do he just puts his nose to the grindstone. Where's Alfred? Who's Alfred works. in this story? It would be his trainer. Uh, what's his name? I, can't, I have no idea who that guy's name his is. His personal trainer yes. that was there with him the entire yes. time. I, I know the guy I know the guy you're talking to. I, I, just, I love the fact that we just pulled Batman out of nowhere. Well, here. that's the first superhero. All I'm saying is, is he put his nose to the grindstone, yeah, well, and that man found a way. Well, and, and I and I want you guys have heard me really throttle this to death, but you'll get to know that I am that type of person. I'm a super mushy person. I, I'm into all that motivational crap. One of the things that this documentary really touches home to me is they they show more than anything 
that number one, Michael Jordan is a flawed human being. He was 100% human. He made so many mistakes. The last couple of episodes, the, both the Pacers and the Jazz Finals, they the, the couple of game twos where he, he the first half, he, he goes like one for seven and a half, and yeah. he has all these these errors and these slip-ups. But, but they remind you, it's like, hey, you know, he failed thousands of times. But he succeeded thousands of more times than he failed. Pirate mentality, and, and that's that's the thing. You know, you talked, you said it earlier about how you know, you know, the, the the piece with Kerr and you know, socking him in practice. I mean, that you know, you look at something like that. I mean, I, I, neither of us could handle that situation where he, I, I'm not a confrontational person. I can handle that. And you, what you well, talking about? I'll throw you, my name up in you, the middle of that. You go for that. If Michael Jordan socks you in the chest, I would love to see Michael you Jordan that. socked him in the face. <laughs> well, that's, well, yeah, and that's just poor Steve Kerr. Like he's up against Mike Jordan, you know, and apparently like at the time they didn't have that great of a relationship and Mike's pissing him off. So he punches him in the chest like, Steve, come on, man. I'd like to go on record and say you could not handle Michael Jordan, but that's just... I didn't say I could handle Michael Jordan, but I wouldn't back down from it either. Well, uh, yeah, well, yeah sure. We'll, we'll go with that. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it, that, what, I was, what I was getting to, though, was like he... They, they touch on especially in these... That was Michael Jordan and, back in that time, too. Michael Jordan sitting in his chair drinking okay, a scotch yeah, and a well, cigar. I'm not talking I, about that. I'm talking... You couldn't handle Michael Jordan sitting uh, in his chair smoking yeah, a cigar. Yeah. 100%. I contest. Oh, we'll move on. Okay. That, well, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I might let you have that one. Mike, if you're listening and I know you are, uh, meet me outside 8 o'clock p.m. Yeah, tomorrow. He'll be there to kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, you know, they they really, they really, um, really drove home the fact that this normal, you, it, it's funny because they, uh, he comes back and that first series, series with Utah at, uh, uh, Oh my God! I'm I'm sorry. We're supposed to be sports podcasters, and I can't think of the guy's name. Played for the Bulls. Went to no Orlando. Played for the Bulls. Went to Orlando. You talking about Horace Grant? No, not Horace Grant. The other guy, or was it Charlotte? Charlotte. Charlotte. Oh. The cat that played for Charlotte. Um, you know they they talk about how you know I played for the Bulls. I've got all these. I've got all these uh, uh, secrets, and I know how to handle him, and I know how to. Uh, uh, beat him, and he did like that first game. Are you game. talking about BJ Armstrong? BJ Armstrong, yeah, BJ Armstrong. That's why you're the fat guy. Yeah, <laughs> um, BJ Armstrong. You know, he's, he's he's I know how to beat him in that first quarter or half or whatever. They absolutely shred. No, they Jordan. beat them in the first. Yeah, game. Yeah, or they beat them because the of BJ Armstrong. And and they and it and it it's so like and I love the line. He goes, you know, it's like, oh, Michael Jordan is human, you know, and it's just this realization that everybody in Charlotte and everybody around the world is like. They just whooped the Chicago Bulls, and he and this, he they make he makes this because I like I was like no he would not make that up he, oh, oh he said he said good game Mike who would make that up who would why why would you make that up you have to be psychotic to be like oh yeah he was like good game Mike because also that's not very fictional I would yeah. say that to somebody <laughs> yo good game Caleb I would get in your head like that yeah. it's not that, that far well, I was like getting some it doesn't get in anybody's head except Michael Jordan but that the, the genius of it that he took that and he was like. I'll give you game one. You better be happy with that. I just think that's his personality. That's just like, yeah, he looks for anything to yeah. flip on that mentality. Well, you I'm going to do whatever I can to beat you. And yeah. that, I think that's what's really cool for us to watch in this documentary. You can wave and smile at the guy. Like, I don't hit, like that. Hit, I don't like that. I'm going to kick your ass. Nope. I'm going to beat you by 40 tomorrow. <laughs> Come on, pick up game. Come on, bring your loafers over here. <laughs> no, but it, that, I think that speaks with us a lot, both me and you in this documentary. And, and one of the things that really gets us cranked about it is – is it, it really – and for anybody out there, especially in this crazy time of, of being stuck at home and, and, you know, especially, you know, you you know with 
a lot of people's personal stories. I mean, because that's what's, you know, you think, oh, they're just making a sports documentary about Michael Jordan. They really cheesed it up, which I love. I mean, and stuff like this, I mean, I mean, no, you know, you don't want like a Disney movie, but I, I think it, there's so many messages in this that are, that are really cool. Um, and not only that, but the story itself. I mean, the fact that they, I, I, okay, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. What do you think is more impressive, the the ninety one two three run or the ninety the ninety six seven eight run? Ninety six through eight, ninety eight, ninety six. Yeah, we'll see. A lot of people call it ninety one ninety two team the greatest team ever, and I okay because the this this back half the the last three that the 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 team the ninety six team the the seventy was a seventy two win season or whatever the first time they broke mm-hmm. the record the only time they broke the record I mean I, like. Okay, I feel like people say the 91-2 team for nostalgia. Statistically, the 96 team has to be the greatest. When Dennis Rodman got on that team and Steve Kerr was on that team and when he was on the team and everything else that that team was going through made them the better team. Michael had retired, come back out of shape, but he worked and he got there. And still did it. And that alone, I don't know how many of you guys have like taken a couple weeks off and tried to get back to it. It's not that easy. He took He didn't pick up a basketball for 21 months. He came back and in a year, okay, well, a year and then one, won a world championship. That is insane. That is otherworldly. That that's is why, that's why that team to me is the better team. Yeah, right there. I mean, not not just because I'm a huge fan of Dennis Rodman taking yeah. some time off to go to WrestleMania. You know, it's like, <laughs> you do you, dog. Like you just everybody's got to have a vice. Yeah. Is literally everything. Uh, he has boy. every vice. Shout, shout out to our boy Cameron. Yeah, shout out. Love, Sorry. Love, love that vice <laughs> line. I, I like the. Uh, no, well, I, and I think a lot of people for nostalgia's sake that ninety-one and two team because I think people call that like vintage Jordan before he retired and like when he was just Michael Jordan. And you know when you get to ninety-six, seven, and eight, his story is is coming to an end in ninety-eight. You know when he gets to ninety-eight, we all know what happens. We all know that the rest is history. But I, but. I, this documentary, I think, really put, really puts the pedal to the metal on the back end because that's the part of the story that a lot of people don't know. You know, with his the details around his father and and all the conspiracy theories and, and the fact, I you know the, the relationship that he had with his, his father is. Just I really love that little bit too about Steve Kerr's father. Yeah, that yeah, was that sure. was really cool for them to put that in there. Yeah. Like I had, I mean, you know, Steve Kerr's coach of the Golden Golden State War, or yeah. Lakers. Excuse no, me, Golden State Warriors. Is yeah. Golden State Warriors okay? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm a basketball guy if you didn't know. <laughs> Anyways, the fact of the matter is I did not know this about his dad, and it's just kind of heartbreaking. Like, you yeah. know, Also, you think that would be bigger news is, well, I mean, it happened years ago, but it's just like the man was assassinated yeah. essentially, you know? Yeah, it's, it's – well, it's crazy too. I mean, you, you, you just don't really know what goes on around the world at certain levels. I mean, it, you know, well, the thing about, you say Steve Kerr's dad, that just, t- you know, the, the conspiracy theories around Michael Jordan's dad. Now, when you, when you first brought that up to me, I, I was like, I was like, the, okay, that you, you said the gambling. I was like, all right, well, that makes sense. You know, if you look at it, that makes sense. But then they were like, oh, it's two 18 year old kids. There's no way this guy that Michael Jordan owes millions of dollars to is going to send two 18 year old kids to murder his father on a backyard in North Carolina. I'm not going to dive deep into that out of respect for the man's father. That is true. That is but true. But I'll always say the only reason to me, like there could be a shred of evidence for some kind of conspiracy theory here, is that he just pulled over on the side of the road to sleep. Yeah. I don't know a lot of people that do that. Well, it seems more common than you think. It might be. It might be. And like I said, I'm not going to dive into it. That's you know this man's father. I'm you know going to be respectful in that aspect. 
But that's just, I mean, that's why that crossed my mind, you know. And there are a lot of people out there that say there's so much conspiracy theories. And that led to a whole other thing, you know, Michael Jordan getting ticked off of the media again. Yeah, yeah. And, that and thing, yeah. you know, he's just like, get out of my life. Yeah. Like, just, <laughs> yeah. well, well, y'all want to talk basketball? Let's talk basketball. And, and I think, I think too, I think after 1998, and I think when he goes away, I mean, minus, you know, buying, buying the team in Charlotte and, and all the things. A lot of great things and big things, but I think, I think very much so, was was this this um, this uh, you saw this piece of him this this process that said, okay, I'm done and I'm gonna ascend to my mountain on high and be done with all you guys. Y'all have a great life. I enjoyed it. Leave me alone. And he went and lived on his hill up high, which is great. It's fine. He deserves it. He, you know, you do you and I. But I think. You know, and I think this documentary was a was a wonderful, you know. Hey, why don't you come back down here and talk to us? Let's let's celebrate you and, and everything that you've done. And and I think that was that was definitely a big part of it. You know, um, I, I'll say this: let's let's. I, I want one of the one of the, before I get into this. Any any last thoughts on like episode ten? Anything like that? Anything else that stuck out to you? Just the fact that it ended. <laughs> I mean, in their in their opinion and mine, it ended too soon. I think they had one more left in them. Hundred percent, you know. Yeah. But the powers that'll be it just kind of were like, nope, y'all are done. We're gonna rebuild. Yeah. And yeah. guess what, Chicago, you've been rebuilding ever since. <laughs> ever since. And that isn't that such a shame. It really I mean, is. They, they, which I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna point fingers. I'm not gonna blame anybody, even though there's plenty of people. I'll blame, blame. Jerry Krause. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> but I, but you know, well. And, and I think that's one thing that, if, if anything, you'll learn very early on in your life about professional sports, professional anything, man, business, whatever it is. When when there are more than when there's more than one voice, things, you know, what goes up must come down, and and it, it is it is definitely one of those things where um, it's it's not going to last forever, you know, and and uh, that's that's just part of it, and. Uh, it is what it is. Yeah. Um. I, I I'll say this. I want to know because I, I had so many thoughts during all ten episodes and and uh in watching it and you know what we've discussed. If you could, how do I phrase? Um. Uh, okay. Uh. Take it. Uh. Let's let's take it back to the time the nine and not what you think of him now. You could sum up in a couple of sentences. Uh. Your thoughts on Michael Jordan and his career, not of what you think of him now. Say you never knew Michael Jordan, you watched this documentary. What your your final thoughts? Final thoughts would be this is a man who has maybe the best work ethic out of anybody I've ever seen in my entire life. Definitely any professional athlete I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. He worked extremely hard for everything he had, and his mentality kind of made him an asshole because of this. Not a very likable person, per se. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic athlete. Yeah. I mean, and his work ethic just makes me like him that much more yeah. as an athlete, even sure. if he did have this whole, I call it a tyrant mentality. Yeah. Well, that's, that's very, but I think that's accurate. Because he had that constantly, he had it 24 7, that made him the best athlete yeah, in the world. Ne- never turned it off. Yeah. 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 I respect that. Yeah. No, and I, I agree with a lot of that. I think, I think as I was preparing, you know, Final thoughts, and I hate that it's over. I hate that. I mean, I. I know. What are we this, gonna watch? Now? I know, right? It's kind of like that feeling. Um, you know, I, I again, this is the greatest sports piece I've ever watched, and I know a lot of you guys out there. Oh, that's cheesy because it's Michael Jordan or whatever, and he got all this hype. 
But I, I really, you know, every single second and everything they did with this documentary and every part that they showed was truly masterfully done. And if I if I walked away with one opinion of him, not knowing him today or not knowing who Michael Jordan was, it it was that in, in like a final piece, I would say, um, and this is super cheesy and you can write this on your Pinterest boards or whatever, ladies, <laughs> put it up on your wall. The greatest people in this world are the most misunderstood and the most ill-gotten and, and, and the people that are turned on the most. I mean, you know, he had so many different enemies from so many different directions. And this documentary shows that so many people wanted to tear him down. And so, and all of these people had these opinions about him. But at the end of the day, I think if, if you understand where he's coming from and you kind of get what he's saying, that you get it. You're like, yeah, like this guy, he was a butthole and he, you know, he was kind of a jerk. But yeah. I mean, you don't make the money. You don't win the rings. You don't have the story that you have. You don't get a documentary called The Last Dance Made After You when you don't do that. I mean, you, when there's so many, the supporting cast in this documentary and the people that held Reggie Miller, Pat, you know, Magic we didn't even Johnson. Talk about Reggie Miller. Oh my God. We didn't talk about Reggie Miller. No. <laughs> and that's a whole, we could do a whole other episode. <laughs> we might do that. All right. Uh, ESPN, it's your job. We're going to make a we're, Reggie Miller documentary. Is We need it. We're, uh, they'll get in contact with yeah, me. Yeah, we'll get we'll, we'll, yeah. <laughs> But no, and, and we hope, we hope that you guys enjoyed it. We hope that, that, you guys had a lot of the same thoughts that we did. I know that we really loved this, and especially again in a time with coronavirus and everything going on, uh, definitely a, a refresher and, and a, you know something that we needed for sure. I don't know. I, I, it's, what a great time to drop this documentary. Really, for sure. though, really. Though. <laughs> All mean, right. So, question for you though: Who's better? LeBron James oh or Michael God. Jordan? I'm not. Are you kidding me? You just you just besmirched this podcast. I did it. It's I'm a legit not, question. No, it's not. It's no, a legitimate it's question. No, it's not. I look, man. If I, you say anybody other besides Michael Jordan, I'm sorry. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to what Kobe said. And man, rest in peace to Kobe Bryant. I mean, they, their their episode on him or oh, featuring yeah, he, him was yeah, him was, uh, too. was beautiful. And and I'm gonna stick to what he said. And that everything you got from him was from Michael and LeBron. I'm sure would say a lot of the same thing. I hate people that, and I used to be one of those people. I used to be one of those people that was like, "Man, LeBron would shred him back in the day." It's it's a thing. It's it's not about who would shred who because physically, yeah, LeBron would would bend him over his knee and spank him. I'm a hundred percent. Yeah, LeBron would. He's just a superior specimen. Physically, he's a superior specimen. But they're all like that now. All these athletes this day are physically well, yeah, superior. Yeah. And and I, but I think even if you you want to talk, oh, what about game? What about footwork? What about ball handling? What about shooting? Hundred percent, LeBron James is the greatest player to ever play this game. Mm. That's an undisputable mm. fact. Mm. Michael Jordan. The, mm. the reason that people say that about Michael Jordan, I, we'll get to you in a minute. The reason that people say that about Michael Jordan is because we. I said it last week. He, Michael Jordan was from 2015, 2020, 2025, he got dropped into 1995, 1996. And it was this this rare time in human history. You got to see this alien walk the earth and do these things that he did and and perform like he did and then go away. And it was done. In 1998, that was it. So, you know, that I'm not going to grace that question with a legitimate answer. But you go ahead. You go ahead. No, I mean, I mean, I think I say Michael Jordan just in the fact that his mentality to win – Makes him the better athlete. 
100%. You know, I, makes them the better one. And, it, and it's crazy because... But we'll never know. We're never going to get to see them play against each other. Never, so we'll, well, they, that, that question will never be answered. But I, I had to ask. Uh, yeah, I yeah, yeah to you had to. I, <laughs> for sure. And it's and, and I, I, maybe I was a little harsh. I mean, it's, it's definitely one that people love to ask. I mean, you saw Kobe's face when he answered the question. He kind of laughed and was like... Okay, yes, yeah, I get this at least six times a day. Yeah. Like, you know, what, what, what's the deal, guys? But I think how much of an honor is it, as annoying as it is, as, as stupid as it is, how much of an honor is it to to be in that situation? You know, I mean, that's, that's for sure. But with all that being said, whether you think Kobe, LeBron, MJ, uh, we think that The Last Dance is super cool. We loved watching it. We loved being a part of it, and, and we're sad to, to, to send it on its way this week and, and be done with it, but we're super excited that we've got a, a lot of, of, of bright light on the horizon and hope that, that sports, sports might, be coming back. might be coming back soon. So, uh, yeah, guys, anything. Anything. Ping Badminton, pong. water water polo cricket underwater basket <laughs> underwater why is a, I, underwater basket weaving gets so much hate but we'll get to that we'll yeah. get to that another week another day until then guys uh we will be back next week uh follow us on twitter uh at cold 16 i'm at k slab 16 at k slab 12 excuse uh, me uh, yeah at time, at time porch one uh on twitter at porch time on spotify uh thank you guys for tagging along and listening as always thank you for anchor for giving us the plug and hooking us up and be allowing us to live this crazy dream and do this podcast for all, all six of you guys that listen but we're still we're making it work and we're doing it and uh thank you guys and we'll see you next week